calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune into the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. From gutters to landscaping, from replacement windows to a full basement remodel, and everything in between, it's time for the Nary Milwaukee Home Improvement Show. Now, here's your host, big time Mike McGivern, on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome to the Nary Milwaukee Home Improvement Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Mike McGivern alongside my co-host, he's Bob Sebastian with Core Improvements. Bob, how you been? I've been great, Mike. How are you? I'm doing good. Yeah, I'm doing really good. We're getting really close to this Nary show coming up, man. The spring show is right around the corner. Valentine's Day weekend, 14th, 15th, and 16th of February, and we're under a month away. Yeah, and it's uh, it's going to be a great show. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I do. I, you know, I've had this conversation with a lot of guys that sitting where you're sitting. I can never figure out which show is my favorite. You know, fall show I really like. It's kind of smaller and it's quaint. It's almost boutique-y. And then the spring show comes and it's just this big monster of a show that, that there are a lot of people, a lot of booths, a lot of things going on. And I go, that's my favorite. And then the fall show comes and I go, that's my favorite. I, it's hard for me to figure out which one I like best. Yeah, you know, with Nary Milwaukee, we have such a great offering throughout the year. Not only the spring show, which is the granddaddy, it's the big, you know, kahuna. But then we have the tour of homes in May. Right. And you actually get to go into the projects that people talk about or you see pictures of. That's a great opportunity. And then, like you say, the fall show is kind of a little boutique show. And uh, you can talk to all the important people and get some real quality time. And there's still stuff going on as well. Yeah, there are. And, and when you go on online and you can go to narymilwaukee.org and, and look up kind of the, the what they're going to have on the culinary stage, what they're going to have throughout the show as far as different entertainment, uh, the Skills USA um, carpentry uh, display, which is the competition is off, it's, it's, it's off the charts with high school kids from all over the state now coming in to get involved in that. Certainly, if you go out there, you know, during the Friday or Saturday, make sure you you uh, you check that part of it out. And and what we're hoping for, obviously, Bob, is some of these kids will continue in their journey to to, to stay in, in. And certainly what we're looking for is to have these kids stay in, in, in our field here and and continue um, being part of of what we do with Nary. Yeah. The Skills USA introduces them to. Uh, a great base for understanding that getting their hands on things can be really rewarding. Uh, it gives you a sense of pride, a sense of accomplishment, and it gets you into the workforce right away. You know, a couple other things that I want people to be aware of um, on the presentation spot, and you'll be able to find out where that is once you get to State Fair. But, the, you know, Melinda Myers is going to be over there. Uh, options for, for painting cabinetry with Mike Madsen. Uh, Color World Painting is a really good idea if you want to go and, and get some ideas on on that part of your, your remodel or what you're trying to do as far as uh, tweak your kitchen or some of the cabinets within your home. 
Um, the Guess the Price game show that I get a chance to to host is always a really fun event for people to come and win prizes. And so the idea is, look, when you're walking through this show, there's a number of things to look at. And then if you need a break and you want to just go have some fun and listen to, a, to somebody who's really smart in their field, you get a chance to do that as well. Yeah, I mean, it, it, like you say, there's all kinds of things. I mean, on, on Saturday, we got the burger battle. So there's, you know, and the right. macarons. So there's all kinds of cooking and really, you know, tasty things. And then um, I think Saturday morning, we've got you know, something that I think homeowners really need to take advantage of if they're going to be there Saturday. We have a building inspector who will be there to talk about why you need a building permit. And so often homeowners just don't have a clue as to why that's important or whether they should pull the permit. Ed'll be there and he can really, you know, talk about all that and give you a sense of why it's important and why NARI contractors are the people who know how to, to work with them and do what's necessary. Yeah, there's a lot going on and, and I'm a big Melinda Myers fan. Um, and she's going to be there, um, I know for sure, two days and possibly three. Um, and, and I would, yeah, she is, in fact, no, two days, Friday and Saturday, she's going to be there. I would highly recommend go and listen to her because she is the plant doctor. In fact, Bob, she used to come here. In fact, she still does. She comes here and, and does some some work um, with Jack in our production. And I used to walk and see her waiting out in the lobby and I would just be like, oh, my goodness, that's Melinda Myers. And now I'm like, what are you doing here? Now we goof around all the time. But I told her I was so intimidated because she is the plant doctor. And, uh, yeah, she's the best. And she draws a really good crowd. So make sure that when uh, when you get out to State Fair, uh, go, go and see her. And if you want to know everybody that's going to be there, nearymilwaukee.org for more information on this year's uh, Spring Home Improvement Show. Our special in-studio guest, and uh, boy, I've gotten to know her pretty well. I'm a fan of hers. Tracy Grosspeach from AB&K. Tracy, how you been? I'm well. Good. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, too. Did you guys have a good New Year? Did you stay home, or did you go out and put uh, lamp lampshade on your head and all that? I would that? like to tell you that I can't remember New Year's Eve, only probably because I went to bed at like 9 o'clock or something. Super Man, you are fun. Not, you are not the, the same Tracy Grosspeach that I knew back in the day. Well... You get older, and then you're like, eh, it's cold, eh, it's kind of, you know, we'll tear it up in the summertime. How about that? When, the, when it's lighter, longer. There you go. How are things going over at AB&K? They are, they're going great. We're busy. Our production staff is busy. Um, we're just headed into 2020 with big smiles on our steps, or our faces, I mean, in spring on our steps, there knowing that... That the economy is good, and we've got a great design staff that is ready to solve problems. AB&K located uh, 3636 South 108th Street in Greenfield, Highway 100 in Greenfield, 414-485-2994. 414-485-2994. Hey, um, we were talking a little bit, obviously, and, and you were here, about the, the spring show coming up with Nary. You guys get fully invested and fully involved in those shows with Nary. Correct. What I I love the spring show more than the fall show, only because when it's the spring Nary remodeling show, that means it's spring. It is like the kickoff to the the nicer weather, longer days. Winter is behind us. That's how my I think about it. It is it is your spring forward. It is getting ready for your garden. It is getting ready for your landscaping. It is getting ready for your home improvement. It's just like let's move forward. Well, you'll be at the show. 
ABNK will be at the show. No, you personally. I will not be at the show this year. Because it's Valentine's Day weekend, and yes. I'm sure your husband has this very romantic cruise or something. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. why you're rolling super, your... super romantical things going on over the Gross Peach House. There you go, because mm-hmm. you're rolling your eyes, so I, I don't get sarcasm all the time, just so you know. Okay. All right. So but just... I still won't be at the show, even though you don't get star- but, sarcasm, but my team will be at the show. All that... of our designers will be there, ready to answer your questions. Um, we're probably going to be ending up double doubling up on our staff so that we can have really important conversations with homeowners during the show, um, and because you've... that's really important to... To, to get stuff out of your head while we have you there. And, and Tracy, you've been, and look, I, I work these shows, so I see you at, at, I think, every one that I've been at. What t- Can we talk about why the spring show and people that are coming to the spring show, it's different than the people coming to the fall show, at, at least in my mind. And the people that I've met at spring shows, they have a list. They have their needs and they have their wants, and they are on a mission. People in the fall show, for me, at least the people I've talked to seem like they're there because they come to the Nary shows. They want a chance to talk to different Nary members on some different things. Hey, we had a spring project done, and I've got a couple of questions because our follow-up, we might do this, we might do that. Spring show, it seems like, look, we're going to get this done in 2020, and our first step is to talk to three or four people here for our needs and another four or five for our wants. Is that how you feel with these two shows? I the fall show is definitely more fact finding, getting a base for what you think you want to do a project like this, and it is part of that you're gathering information. That very first step of basically anything we do. What's nice about the fall show is that verse that you can talk to people versus going on the internet to to gather your information. The spring show, most people are ready to go. They've gathered their information. They have been to their sister-in-law's house where she remodeled her kitchen and talked to her sister-in-law about that, like the what was the good stuff, what was the bad stuff, um, trying to have a critical eye or not so critical eye, depending on your, your personality type, um, of what your sister-in-law did and, um, you know, making a lot of mental notes and ready, you are ready to move forward in the spring. Yeah, I, I love that. Make sure that when you go out to the show, you stop and see the people at A, B, and K. Uh, stop and see them and, and uh, tell them what a great job Tracy's doing on the show. And and go in and get an idea on some of the things that, that are going on. In fact, uh, when Tracy comes in, I love to talk about trends and I like to talk about different um, issues with the home and things that are going to be happening or not happening um, in 2020. And I have a list and I want to make sure before we get done today that I go through the list of things that that at least this article that I pulled for today's show, that they're saying, look, in 2020, this stops. And I want to get your opinion on on a number of those things. Hey, can we, before we get to a break, talk about the process at ABNK? I know we talked about this in our pre-show meeting. And one of the process, and, and the, the, to start the process with ABNK, the, the step one is a showroom visit. And we discussed that a little bit uh, before the show and how important that is to you guys. Right. So we invite you into our showroom um, when we first meet for um, just so that we can have that first opportunity to sit down in a kind of a low key atmosphere and just talk about what you want to do with your space. We look at 
materials. We talk about quality of cabinetry, quality of countertops, and, and explain different types of materials, the construction process, because construction is pretty similar across the board, um, and how we take that approach at AB&K from that very first meeting to the very end of your project. Um, and it's, it's usually 45 minutes to an hour, so it's not a huge time commitment, but it is just a, a nice way so that everybody, we're all on the same page moving forward, and that you as a homeowner understand all the steps in, the, in this whole entire design and construction process, because this is something that we do every single day of our lives, and most homeowners remodel maybe one, two times in their lifetime. Maybe, yeah. So it's not, your, it's not your homeowner area of expertise. It is ours, and we're happy to share what we know with you. You know, some of the discussion items on that first visit, and we had can discuss this earlier uh, before we came in studio, is uh, what's your fit and finish or what's your style? Number two is what are your goals for your project? A, B, and K design and construction process. So you'll talk about your process, and then what are you thinking of investing in this project? All extremely important points. I think that fourth one, when it comes to, you know, what's your feeling on investing? We've had this conversation, and Bob and I have had the conversation as well. I I don't know if you guys would agree, but I think it's getting easier for consumers to be able to reveal that number. And I don't know if that's just my, it's just from the people that I talk to that are consumers and customers, but they're, they're now understanding that it's not like if they tell you it's a, it's a $25,000 number in their head, if they go to 25, you guys are going to tell them how to spend it all. So now they come in at 15 and then they think they can dicker a little bit. By doing that, it just it it, it I think it puts the project behind. Yes. And um most most I mean most things in life is I want the moon and the stars. I want this and that. I want, you know, I want seat heaters in my car. I want electric. I want a heated steering wheel because Jim Gross Peach, I really want a, a heated steering wheel. Um, I don't have one of those, but I think that'd be really, really cool. You know, you have all these wish lists for no, it doesn't matter what you're buying, whether it's a car, whether it's a kitchen, whether it's a bathroom, whether it's a house. We all have these lists of this pie in the sky. I want, these are my hot button issues. I want these things. And then we also have, this is what I'm able to spend. And sometimes they are aligned. Most of the time, they are not aligned. So what we do at ABNK is we take, okay, so here's your, your dream. Your dream is going to cost X amount of dollars. And then here's what we can do with your budget. You can get 80% of your dream. And usually people are like, well, I really want that one extra thing. I really want those heated steering wheels. Um, so, or like those really awesome rims, you know, whatever it may be, um, we can work that into the number so that, you know, it's going to, your budget, you might go over budget, but at least you're making that choice on how you're spending your money. Because it's your money. It's not my money. It's not ABK's money. It is not. And she is Tracy Grosspeach, ABK. You can go to abk.com for more information on, on them. My co-host this week, he's Bob Sebastian from Core Improvements. Let's get to a break. Other side of the break, we're going to start with that. Interior design trends that are going away in 2020. And I want to ask Tracy her opinion on that. This is the Nary Milwaukee Home Improvement Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM.
the fan. You're listening to the Nary Home Improvement Show with big time Mike McGivern. Only on 1057 FM, The Fan. Email your question to live at 1057FMTheFan.com. Welcome back to the Nary Milwaukee Home Improvement Show on Sports Radio 1057 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern alongside my co host Bob Sebastian with Core Improvements. Our special in-studio guest, Tracy Grosspeach from AB&K. Again, you can go to abnk.com or you can check out their showroom. They have two of them. The one uh, in Greenfield is is probably the one that most people will, will go to. 3636 South 108th Street, right off Highway 100 and Beloit. Phone number 414-485-2994. Hey, can we, uh, guys, and, and Bob, I'm going to get your opinion on this as well. Some interior design trends that uh, this writer thinks is going to go away in 2020, and the first one is all white kitchens. <laughs> Do you uh, you find that's going away? We can only hope. Um, <laughs> you know, it's it really. I think for us, it it evolved from HGTV, and everything on HGTV is white kitchens. And it's funny because uh, you see a lot of the flip shows are always doing white kitchens, and one of the the people. Um, from the flip shows is uh, Christina Anstead. She has another show, and she comments in her other show about she's always doing white cabinets in this flip show because that's what everybody quote unquote wants, and she you know she thinks it's boring. Well, it is boring, what? and it, you know it, it needs to go away. And I think is. that an all white kitchen is just a lot of self imposed pressure. Yeah, I mean you. I mean it's you have to be fastidious and. I have children, not really. I mean, I have a senior in high school now. The other two are in college. But a husband and a dog, that's a lot of pressure. They and fall I in drink, the same category. Oh, my gosh. And then I, dr- I drink I drink a lot of coffee. So uh, I drink a lot of coffee. Um, so I'm really animated. No, that's not what I'm saying. It's just that, you know, sometimes when you're loading the dishwasher, the, the coffee dregs might drip onto the cabinet that's right next to the dishwasher. It's been known to happen. Hey, what, what, and then it's just like just more. I... Couldn't I don't have the capacity to handle a white all white kitchen. I actually I think it would I think I would have an anxiety attack about it. But we do a lot of white kitchens. We do a lot of white kitchens. Well, last year we swept a kitchen category for the the roadie the the roadie awards the local nary remodeling awards for kitchens in a price category and they were all white. With white countertops and white backsplashes, and they were all beautiful. And, and you can see pictures of them at the Nary Home Show. There you go. And and when you get done, it looks spectacular. But then you guys leave, and the people that are living there, like you said, there, there's a lot of pressure. Yeah. A lot uh-huh. of pressure. Yeah. So, well, my homeowners do a great job. They're better people than I am, let me tell you right now. So you guys are both happy that the first one I brought up was all white kitchens are going away in 2020. I get a thumbs up from both of you. We're yeah, and we're seeing a lot of people that are wanting more of a that soapstone looking countertop, something in a charcoal gray color, just to kind of break it up. Maybe like a light gray backsplash, or we have white upper cabinets and then um, a gray toned base cabinet. We're doing two tones, so um, people are starting to mix in other colors, or actually a color with white. Are, are people getting more um, where, where they'll they'll utilize the kitchen for for some really p- 
pop-in colors rather than just white and gray. Is, is that getting to be big? I think a year ago we talked that that was something that was coming. And is, has that hit Wisconsin yet? No. It has not. No. I bet. I, I mean, but to have like a, a like a, a backsplash that's cobalt blue or, you know, uh, sort of a green color, which are really popular colors right now. That's a big financial commitment. Well, and, and, and most people are like, "I'll have a white or a soft white or a you know a gray backsplash and do pops of color with my accessories." Well, yeah, and you know what? What I remember most is the different colors that your appliances were now available in, and how some of the colors were. I and when I when I printed that and I looked at at this article that I was. Pulling for that, I thought, man, there's no way that I would have that color of a refrigerator. It was, it was the article that had the yellow range. Yes. It was like sunflower, marigold, yellow range. You yes. remember that? Yeah, I remember that. And I'm like, wow, that's really pretty. I would hate that within like six months of purchasing it. And I'm sure it's not inexpensive either. No. And we both kind of rolled our eyes and thought that's going to probably make it to the state of Wisconsin maybe in three or four years. So it hasn't made it yet. But what has made it in appliances is the black steel. That black stainless look, I am in love with that. I love that because it's not showing the fingerprints. It's not showing hard water. It is a very forgiving surface. Hey, st- uh, number two, in things that uh, that are going to go away, design trends going away in, t- in 2020, single-use spaces. So an open floor uh, plans continue to be the standard for new homes and renovations, especially for kitchens, living rooms. Um, but they talk about... Um, talk about your home office can double as a guest room, a finished basement as a media room, a home gym, uh, your walk-in closet as a cozy reading nook, etc. So single-use spaces are going to go away. All right. I don't know about your closet as a reading space, but I do know that a lot of people's formal living rooms are being converted into bars and lounges. So it feels more like a high-end hotel lounge where there might be a bar cart or a cabinet that holds liquor and then some really cool chairs where it's not a formal living room. It is an entertaining space. It's an extension of the rest of your house. It is not just we have our Christmas tree in here or we have birthday parties or whatever. Um, this is, we hang out here on Friday nights with our neighbors. Yeah, I was wondering what kind and of closet. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of closets people have. They haven't seen the closets that I have because <laughs> not only couldn't I, well, it'd be cozy for me to get in there. I'd have to move the clothes out and then get in the closet and then I can do my reading. In well, there. there's shoes in closets too. And sometimes, I, I, I don't know, sometimes clothes and shoes smell. Yeah, that, I don't know if I'd want to read a book in there. Sometimes. Are we talking about your husband again with the the, the guy with the shoes like that and the yeah, warm, well, the, the the steering wheel that he wants warm? No, I no, want I want, want the I want the heated oh, steering wheel. I rented a car last year that had a heated steering wheel, and I can't get over it. There you it's go. It's going to be on my wish list until I die. Well, maybe. Hey, but it's good to have goals. Remember, Valentine's Day is coming up, mm-hmm. so maybe that's why you can't be at the show because right. you're getting your car with heated. Yep. Hey, um, accent walls. Accent walls is another thing that the, this writer says, look, design trends that are going to go away in 2020, accent walls, they're saying gone. And your thought, Tracy, should I tell you uh, what? You, you don't know, think so. No, actually, um, I do. I do. But I think they're going to be accent walls in different ways. I don't think that they're accent walls in terms of I have three walls that are like a soft off-white finish, and then I have a navy blue wall. 
or I have a, you know, a burgundy wall or whatever that's all paint. I don't think that that's how the accent walls are going to be. I think they're going to be more of we cladded the outside wall entirely around the fireplace with stacked stone. Or we made an accent wall that was, you know, going back to the, the Melinda Myers segments at the home show, it, living walls. Because those are really, really cool. I am absolutely 100% behind living walls. Because those are also accent walls. I think we're moving beyond, you know, I picked, I went up, I went down the Sherwin-Williams fan deck. Um, I had the second to the lightest color at the top for three of my walls. And then I went down to the second from the bottom for my accent walls. Yeah. I mean... I love my mom. That's how she picks her paint colors. So that's how I know that. I don't. That's not how I pick paint colors. So the the quote at the end of of this part, they say, "Look, we still love the wallpapered accent wall as it serves as more of a large piece of art." But next year, in 2020, and they wrote this in December, so it, it was a month ago. But next year, we'll be seeing more rooms with all four walls wallpapered or painted in bold colors. Wallpaper still back. It's it's uh. it's coming back. It is, really? but it's not. It's not the small pattern that uh, we saw a lot of, and a lot of us have been taking down of things that were put up in the late eighties, yeah. early nineties. The little dusty roses. Yeah, or, <laughs> or like the the like soft paint brushes. You know yeah. the. Uh, no, we're not. That's not coming back. Big graphic patterns are coming back. Big patterns, in both bold color choices where it has a lot of contrast or also really soft where soft tonal wallpaper that has a large pattern pattern that you have to look into so just really graphic big pattern boy taking out down wallpaper you guys do that at a b and k if yeah, necessary we do. good we do just the worst it, and it's not an inexpensive proposition because no. everybody hates doing it. Yeah, it's not a fun job. thing with Wisconsin, our, our area, is we tend to be a little conservative. Yeah, a little bit. And some of these things scare people. And one of the great spaces that you can really let go on and do some of these bold colors and patterns and so on is your powder room. Powder rooms always present can present a, a real, you know, splash of personality. And, and it's not a huge space. Um, they can stand some some over-the-top ideas sometimes. So if you want to dip your toe in the water, you can do it with your powder room and then kind of work from there. If, if you, you want to experiment in that boldness, but you don't want to commit to a kitchen or a living room or a bedroom. Hey, two more before we get to a break. Again, we are talking about in, uh, interior design trends that, that this author thinks is going away completely in 2020. More is more. So she talks about more won't be um, won't be more in the in the uh, uh, impending decade, according to this interior design person. Um, overdone anything is done, and and so when they talk about um, too, you know too too much of one thing, like over more is more. And when for a while there, it was kind of like how many of these little nooks and crannies can we fill and make sure that we have this there and that. This this woman is saying, look, all of that is done, and what she's saying is fewer is better always. A great example of that is in a shower surround. Where the trend is heading here in Milwaukee as well is that we are just doing tile surround, not tile with an accent band. We're getting away from accent bands because usually they're glass tile or something that is a little bit more trendy, and people just kind of want 
more large format tiles, really simple, elegant, timeless, the end, done. Nothing that's going to scream, hey, that was installed in 2020. Do, do you like that? Do, do you like, does that make your job easier or harder? And and the other question is when, when things start to change like this, do, is it where you're in an appointment and you see it happening, you know, four out of five appointments, and that's where you realize it's changing? I have to tell you that it's not about me and what I like. It is about what my I, homeowner likes, and our final design solution for our homeowners is going to be the best darn thing they can afford. I will tell you that much. Whether they want an a accent tile or not, it's going to look beautiful. The final installation is going to be fabulous. If People want to know, like, hey, should I do this? Should I not do this? We pro-con things for people all the time. Like, here are three reasons why you should do it. Here are three reasons why this might not be the best idea. And then it's their decision. But whatever whatever that final design is going to be, it is the best darn thing that they can purchase at the price point they want to buy at. And she is Tracy Grosspeach. Again, ABNK. Go to abnk.com or give them a call at 414-485-2994. We need to get to a break. Other side of the break, we'll continue our conversation with Tracy. This is the Nary Milwaukee Home Improvement Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. You're listening to the Nary Home Improvement Show with big time Mike McGivern. Only on 1057 FM, The Fan. Dial us up with your questions at 414 799 1250. Welcome back to the Nary Milwaukee Home Improvement Show on Sports Radio 1057 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern alongside Bob Sebastian, my co host this week. Bob is with Core Improvements, and our special in-studio guest, Tracy Grosspeach from AB&K. Again, abnk.com. Hey, Tracy, can we, I had asked you to send me some talking points and, and uh, some of the things that you wanted to discuss today. And one of the points was how to declutter your kitchen. And I asked if we could, we could that could be our jumping-off point for segment three, because I've got to believe if... If that's, I'm interested in how to declutter my kitchen a little bit, there's got to be a lot of other people that listen to this show that are thinking, man, one of my New Year's resolutions in 2020 is to declutter this kitchen. And it just seems like there are stuff in my cabinets that I haven't used for years. And every time I think I'm going to get rid of that, I think, well, what if I need it? And I have a hard time with that. I have a hard time making sure that that we declutter some, not only the kitchen but some other areas. And my wife is much better at that than I am. But let's talk a little bit about some of the ways that you can declutter your kitchen. So you have to take baby steps when you think about decluttering your kitchen or organizing your kitchen only because it can be overwhelming. You know, if you think, oh, my gosh, I'm going to, like, organize my entire kitchen over a weekend, that's a lot, especially – it doesn't matter if you've lived there four years or forty years. It's it's a lot because people just get you just get stuff and you stick it in a drawer, or you put it in the back of the cabinet, and then you close the door and you forget about it for the next forty years. Right. So my advice is baby steps. Um, start looking at uh, different organizational systems. Um, our friends over at Amazon.com. Um, they have a lot of great solutions that um, are available. But I would start with simple things like organize your silverware drawer because that one is something you use every single day, and it's it's 
there's stuff in there that you don't need. You know, there's, 100%. I actually went through this activity before Christmas because I couldn't find anything in my silverware drawer. And this is me after having three different exchange students live with us for a year each. So I had all these different people that were unloading my dishwasher because there are no free rides at the Gross Peaches. So everyone is like participating in, in family life and they're just putting stuff away. And at the time... I just kind of go with the flow because I'm just happy that they're unloading the dishwasher. I'll find it. But right before Christmas, I attacked my silverware drawer. And I found medicine cups from 10 years ago, you know, for like the cough medicine. Sure. Like a whole entire stack. I mean, we could have done like shots for days out of these if we really wanted to tear it up. I should have saved them for our New Year's Eve party. You bet. So a lot of of things, a lot of... um, old corks from wine. I don't know why I was saving those. I, you know, I don't I don't have a cork collection. But just going through emptying that drawer out, vacuuming it out, wiping it down, and then looking at what I had. And what I found is that um at our house, we use spoons and we use chopsticks. And we have an entire we probably could serve like 12 people dinner with chopsticks. We have a lot of chopsticks. We love the chopsticks mm-hmm. at our yep. house. So I have to figure out, all right, I need a container. I need a, a thing for that, like a silverware tray sure. compartment for that. So I, you know, kind of figured out what I needed to do. Then I went on to my Amazon app. There's my plug for Amazon. And it ordered something. And because they're in Racine, I got it uh, by Monday. You know, I ordered so, on a Friday or Saturday, got it on a Monday. So then I was able to, you know, make sense of my drawer. And then, so that was my silverware drawer. And then the next day I was feeling really like I can do this. So then I attacked my utensil drawer and oh. I don't even know what half the stuff in there is Bob, for. Yeah. Like um. my, I, I love my mother-in-law. She gives us stuff. She buys like a lot of cooking utensils and things that I've never, I call it the weird stuff. So I have a large tray full of what I call the weird stuff. I don't know what it's for because it's not a spatula and it's not a flipper. And if it's not a spatula and if it's not a flipper, I I don't know what it's for. Well, I think the best thing that – and you started with taking baby steps because I think if you go and and try to do something big right off the bat, the frustration gets to you and you go, forget it. I'm done. I'm not going to try this anymore. But by doing those baby steps, the first couple, and my wife does a great job with this. She She's really good. And I always just kind of shake my head because it seems like it takes such a long time to get what looks and seems to be a small project done. What she does is she starts it and she has the patience to do it correctly. And so she's been really good. About six weeks ago, she said, hey, have, have you, like, been doing something with our spoons? And Uh-oh. I'm like, what are you You're talking about? Now. No, five-year-old grandson okay. decided that when he had a yogurt, he would just throw the whole thing away. And all of a sudden, <laughs> we went from having a lot of little spoons to like one. And Beckett was over, and, and Terry said, hey, have you, have you thrown away our spoons? He's like, yeah. You, you threw them in the garbage? Uh-huh. Well, don't do that. Oh, okay. So we got to go out and get, we got to go, That we should have him come over and declutter. Right? He's just throwing well, stuff you know, away. Five-year-old, 15-year-old, they throw, you know, silver, yeah. silverware goes to lost often. Another thing that people should look at in their kitchen is that, again, whether you've been in your home for four years or 40 years, you have 
you're, we're creatures of habit, and um, I'll take me personally. When we moved into my house, my sister put all my stuff away. So until last fall, it was my all my pots and pans and everything was where my sister put it, of where she thought it was needed to go. And she, Kim, you did a great job. Thank you so much for helping me. I moved everything around. So take a step back and think, okay, what do I use all the time? And what it, what are my cabinets that are closest to my stove? Do I really need my corningware set that I use infrequently in my Lazy Susan? Right. Or do I need to put my my mixer or my coffee, you know, coffee grinder guy or mixing bowls or whatever in that Lazy Susan cabinet instead? So take a step back and think, what do I use? And what's and where do I need it to be? Hey, can I ask you guys when when you're going through the process of working with people that want uh, to to either you know redo parts of their kitchen or have a full kitchen remodel? Do you have these types of conversations? With we do. Them? You have do. to, right? Yeah. Um, I would say a majority of the cabinet manufacturers they have their own accessory inserts that we can incorporate into the cabinetry, and with a couple of our vendors, they actually have specialty brochures that are for all the stuff for cabinets. Those are great places to get ideas of, of how am I going to store all my pan lids? You know, where am I going to be storing? Where are my, my mixing bowls going to be nest? Are they going to be in my corner cabinet or do I want them in a drawer? Do I want to, do I want a, an area of my base cabinets or my kitchen that's kind of more of the baking area versus the cooking area. Hey, is, is there one thing, and, and this is, uh, gets off the subject a little bit, the topic a little bit, is there one thing that your husband has or you have that drives him nuts too money of? Like, I have so many great T-shirts from doing the segment for Around the Corner with John McGivern, it drives my wife crazy. So if I go to an event and somebody gives me a T-shirt and I bring it home, and I have it in my hand. She's like, what's that? I go, it's a T-shirt I got from this this uh, tournament I was just at. She's like, you got to be kidding me. You got to get rid of one gray T-shirt <laughs> to put that in anywhere. And I'm wondering if there's things that, that your husband has that just drive you nuts. My husband's great. He's great. He's great. Okay, Jim, here it goes. I'm going to tell the truth. <laughs> so we have that gigantic spa tub in our bathroom that... I, no one ever uses because it uses all of the hot water. I actually, up until recently, washed the dog in our spa tub. Because we don't take, we don't like sit around in a bathtub because that's just not who we are. We're, sure. we're shower people. Like, in and I, out. Yep. No, we'll take, I'll give me, give me, I'll take a 45 minute shower. That's fine. But just like lounging in the bathtub is not what I'm going to do. So, so, the- so the husband decides that he's going to grow hydroponic tomatoes. In our and he's like, where should I grow it? He's thinking the front room. I'm like, nope, that's on carpeting. You are not running my carpet. So I sacrificed the spa tub <laughs> to grow hydroponic tomatoes. The man is a beast because these tomato plants are nine feet high now, and it totally looks like there's a grow up in my bathroom, but there's not. It's all tomatoes, and my bathroom does smell like tomatoes. You know, he's going to be joining <laughs> Melinda Myers, by the way. Did he you, actually you probably should. Yeah. Guys, we got to get to a break. Any anything off the top of your head, real quick, that you have too many of? Drive your wife nuts, like have, my gray T-shirts. I have three drawers full of socks. Bang. 
Good. I don't wow. feel so bad. That's uh, He's Bob Sebastian. He's my co-host with Core Improvements, our special in-studio guest. And if you need tomatoes, Tracy Grosspeach, AB&K, go to abnk.com. This is the Nary Milwaukee Home Improvement Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. You're listening to the Nary Home Improvement Show with big-time Mike McGivern, only on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Email your question to live at 1057fmthefan.com. Welcome back to the Nary Milwaukee Home Improvement Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Mike McGiver alongside Bob Sebastian. He is my co-host this week with Core Improvements, our special in-studio guest. And one of my favorite, Tracy Grosspeech, AB&K. Go to abnk.com. Guys, we've just got a short amount of time in this segment. And I uh, wanted to talk a little bit about some of the trends, not that are going away like we talked about in segment two, but some of the trends that you see coming in 2020. And, and we can use any part of the home. We've talked a lot about kitchens and, and some about baths this, uh, this show. But, uh, Tracy, in, in your mind, 2020, people should keep an eye out for a few things. Warm colors are coming back. They like are. The warm grays to the taupe. So if you loved your earth tones, you can still love your earth tones. You don't have to worry that everything is going to be gray and white and that you're out of style. We're happy about that. Mm-hmm. A lot, of, Especially people my age are very happy about those colors uh, coming back. One of the other things that we had kind of talked about was oversized lights. So the lighting that – what I have found from doing this Nary Show, guys – is lighting has come a long way. And people utilize lighting in a lot of different ways and different areas and different places within the home and outside of the home. And you've you've talked about oversized lights being something that we need to look for in 2020. Yeah, oversized lights over the, an island or a peninsula in a kitchen, that's um, something that we have seen, but we're going to keep seeing. If, you, if people go in their way back memory... Um, in the early 2000s, there was like three mini pendants over an island. They were about six, maybe nine inches in diameter. So those are gone. And now it's two that are about 18 inches in diameter. So things have, have a definite more presence to them. Hey, Tracy, how much, and, and I just want to follow a question on lighting. How much, when, when, you're rede- when you're designing a kitchen for somebody, how much do you take into consideration the different lighting? Because there's the, the lighting in kitchens can, especially in that area, can really make a kitchen. I think. Well, when we talk about that in the remodel, when we have that very first meeting at our showroom, we start to talk about lighting. Do you, do you want lights in your ceiling? Do you need new lights in your ceiling? Um, do you want under cabinet lights? Do you need toe kick light? Do you what? Are you thinking some hanging decorative fixtures as well? And sometimes the answer answers are, I want under cabinet lighting. I hate recessed lights. So I want just pretty decorative fixtures in my ceiling because it it's in, more in keeping with my house style. That's perfectly legitimate answer. You get A plus for that answer. Um, and that's what we'll provide. Hey, another thing, and, and I don't mean to go through these this quickly, but I want to get to a couple more. Um, three-tone kitchens, two different colors of painted cabinets and stained wood accents um, getting to be big. 
Yeah. So um, what I mean by that is you you might have wall cabinets that are light gray, base cabinets that might be a dark gray, and then you might have a wood island. Or you might have the surround, uh, all the pantry stuff that's built around the refrigerator as a wood tone. Or you might have wood beams in your ceiling. So it is, there's not, there aren't all these hard and fast rules. Kind of like that, actually. Kinda, Bob, Bob it, you like that too? Yeah, it just it gives you more variety. Mm-hmm. It, it makes it more interesting. It makes it yours. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, showers over tubs. I, and I think that's been coming for a while. Um, I'm a, now, now I'm a grandfather of four. And my, my wife, when we have the boys, likes to make sure that now the oldest one just takes a shower. Keegan's 10 and handles. And back at the little one, um, still likes baths. And now we have a new one, Liam, who's six months old, that, that Terry loves giving baths to. And so I don't think we're going to be without a bath for a while. And, and, and most people want to keep a bathtub in their house. Yeah. And, and a lot of times you need to. But there are times if you live in a, a house that has just a single bathroom or a bath and a half, so you might have a powder room, like a toilet and a sink, but then a, another full bathroom, and you really need that tub-to-shower conversion, and you think, oh, well, I'm not going to be able to sell my house because I don't have a bathtub anymore. If you make it a really nice shower, you should not have a problem. Yeah, because not at all. people love Americans love their showers. Yeah, they do. Hey, I wish I wish we had more time to talk to you because there's a lot of different things that that uh, that we could go through. If if possible, come back soon. Okay. Come back soon because we've got a, a number of things we didn't get to when it comes to cabinets and countertops and backsplash. If you want to have that discussion with Tracy about some of these things that she sees coming in 2020, um, give her a call at 414-485-2994, 485-2994abnk.com. Again, located 3636 South, 108th Street in Greenfield, or see her team at the Spring Home Improvement Show coming up at State Fair Park on February 14th, 15th, and 16th. And going to be a big show, Bob, I'm sure. 